Namaste and welcome to the Hindu Parenting Podcast. As parents, we know the important role that toys play in shaping a child's future. And what is childhood without building blocks? When it comes to building blocks, most of us think of Lego. But when we look at Lego carefully with an Indian lens, we start noticing its limitations. We are happy enough building cars and houses, but what if we could use blocks to build a temple? Sounds exciting? Today, we'd like to introduce you to Indic Bricks, a startup for Indian-themed building block sets. Let's talk to Meghna Ji, the dynamic young founder of Indic Bricks. A special announcement before we start. Meghna is generously offering a special limited time discount on Indic Bricks products to subscribers of Hindu Parenting on Substack. So please subscribe and enjoy your blogs. A very warm welcome to you, Meghna. Namaskara. Thank you so much, Rekha Ji. It is my pleasure, absolute pleasure to be on this podcast with you. I've, uh, I follow your newsletter on Substack. I've been listening to your podcast and I thoroughly enjoy it. And I hope uh, your listeners will enjoy our chat as well today as much as I enjoy them. I'm sure they will. And I'm also sure they can't wait to hear more from you. So let's start with what exactly is Indic Bricks all about? Sure. So Indic Bricks is a young startup based out of Bangalore. We started about two years ago with the idea of making our heritage and culture cool and contemporary and more relatable for the current generation. And uh, in that process, we realized that uh, it is uh, not just for children, but also it has an appeal for adults as well. We actually started to make products for children and a lot of our customers who are buying our products turned out to be adults. And we see the appeal uh, and the need is there not just for children, but for adults as well. Um, it came about for uh, for us in a in a way because I have been working with children for the last eight years uh, with my other company called Makers Loft, and I had a chance to interact with children very closely. And uh, children, you know, they don't have filters, so it's very easy to understand what they are thinking, what's behind the thoughts, what matters to them, what influences them. They're very transparent. So I saw that they are so influenced by Western media, Western franchises, the Marvel DC, Pokemon, Doraemon, etc. Uh, and that is such an that is so important for them, you know, that they, they those characters define what they think, what they dream, you know, their creativity. Um, but at the same time, I saw them losing touch with Indian heritage and culture, not just them, like not just our students, but I also saw in my family when I saw, you know, our my nephews, uh, my sisters and my brother's sons, I saw all of them growing up very closely. And uh, at this is the same time when I was also on a journey of rediscovering our heritage and culture. I am born and brought up in India, in Calcutta, in fact. And uh, then I went on to study and I lived abroad. I lived in the US. I lived in Switzerland, France. And I honestly learned to appreciate our culture and heritage and value it when I lived abroad. So sometime during the pandemic, I chose to move to Bangalore, where I had lived earlier as well. Um, okay. And it so happened that I... Uh, Indic Bricks, in fact, they are an important part of Indic Bricks. Uh, I came and chose to live at that place where my neighbors, they are very Indic inclined. One of them is a PhD in yoga. The other one also very, uh, very, very Indic inclined. And uh, I kind of spent a bit of the pandemic with them. So okay. I would say initially in Indic Bricks, they brought the Indic, I got the bricks. And we okay. three came kind of, you know, came together. And that's how Indic Bricks was formed. So Atul Ji, Atul Sinha, Gunjan Mohanka and me, the three of us with this cooked and brewed over the pandemic. And then we came up with the idea of, you know, uh, why can't we do something for kids with the building blocks? 
that's how it came uh, came about but how how it was destined for things to happen this way if anybody had asked me even 6 months before i was doing that i would have said what are you talking about <laughs> and they took me more on the they nudged me further towards the whole indic journey and they were knowledgeable so there i started to get answers i started to learn things from them and then of course it was unleashing of uh, total, yeah total unleashing of things for me so this talking is about a very uh, beautiful story you know <laughs> yeah but why blocks uh, what made you choose blocks as the medium yeah so blocks was because like i said i brought the bricks in in the sense that i had been working with bricks for the last 8 years uh, we used lego as a platform with children for eight, uh, for the last 8 years from 2 years to about uh, 12 13 years we worked with uh, blocks of different kinds simple big blocks to blocks which had more engineering you know with sensors and motors and all of that so we worked with lego a lot so that those that 7 8 years give me a very good like you no know, i uh, kind of knew the ecosystem i understood the ecosystem very well i understood how what it did for children how it helped them with their uh, creativity uh, attention span their spatial skills how to develop their brain with math science i saw all of that you know so i understood the consumer and consumer part i understood how parents were saw value in that so i saw that then there were some parts about okay how these things are built how are they are made uh, the kind of you know all that some of the things which i did not know and then i rolled up my sleeves and i learned those things as well but i saw a lot of value in what it was doing for my students i saw a lot of value in what it was doing for my nephews like i said in fact they were the ones who got me into lego in the first place and mm-hmm. uh, i therefore thought this is a great tool can we combine this with our heritage in in my conversations this is all pandemic conversations uh, can mm-hmm. we combine the two and this has a universal appeal not just with children but adults as well there is something called adult fan of lego which is a huge community of people and i said this has a universal appeal this is a language of the hands that is universally spoken in india in us in any country this 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 language is a language of the hands that is universally spoken and this can be a very interesting point and incidentally i am not the first person to think about these things when i started the company and we are selling now in 20 countries in, uh, uh, in fact i got a lot of people who came and told me that you know i had thought about this so many years back i had thought about it so a lot of other people had thought about it some had even tried to do something but nobody had gotten as far as as we've got now and uh, so I, yeah so that's how it all came about and uh, other people have imagined and wanted it because you know um, the only set that lego has done ever of india is the taj mahal in fact they've done two versions of it now but they've not built any other thing of india and i mean when i came to i mean i knew of this and i was like but there is so much that we have you know uh, in terms of our heritage and culture and i knew that there are certain things that company the lego would stay away from you know whether it is um religion and you know certain things like military weapons and all they stay away from it so i knew that they were probably not going to do it and you know we were not going to wait around for them to do that and uh, we understand we understand our culture our heritage our architecture we have a much deeper understanding although we might not be experts and i'm not an expert in indian architecture by any imagination you know but intuitively we we connect with a lot of things it's, it's a part of who we are it's a part of our everyday thing so i thought we are best position why should we not do it and uh, that's how we started and we don't know many things and i'm just learning we all are my entire team we all learning you know as we do from as we went from ganesha to the mandir to everything we've learned so much we are still learning so much but it's such a fun journey you know for us as well to be on yeah so so let's talk about the type of indic blocks that you make Uh, can you give an idea or an example of the types of sets that are available for parents to choose from sure we have a, a, a small range of products uh, now we started with of course ganesha ganesha being the vignaharta so he was uh, going to be the first uh, dt that we started with and um, then we uh, i mean we are kind of spoiled for choice when it comes to india you know my god what do we do where do we build 
there were few things that were always standing in our head that, you know, kind of, we okay, we temple was always there. So the architectural set, the series that we have, or the tangible heritage series that we have is the next, which consists right now, we have the Nagara temple, we have the Hampi chariot, we have the Hava Mahal. These are the ones that we have. We have some other models that we made that are not released in the market, like we made the step well, for instance, as well. <clears throat> we have a small fridge magnet of Dravida, of a Gopuram of a Dravida temple. So that's what we have in terms of the built architecture sets. Then we have done some other deities as well. So Krishna was next, which was came from customer demand, in fact. And then we, uh, we have a Durga, but it's not ready for the market yet. Uh, then we made... Uh, uh, we, we started with kind of our storytelling set. We've started with Ram Ravana. So these are two characters in one set. Then we also looked at our intangible heritage, like yoga, for instance. So we have a set of five mini yogis doing different asanas, which is available as a set of five, or you can also buy them individually in single packs. So that's pretty much the range that we have right now. But so typically, how many pieces do the sets have? What is the complexity and uh, suggested age range? How soon can a child start on your sets? Are they complicated? Sure. So the yoga sets are probably the easiest. Uh, these mod these uh, each yoga pose is about fifty fifty to seventy bricks or so. Uh, and the, although they are smaller pieces. But any child who has fine motor skills and if they are grown up with blocks and all, for them it will be easy. Uh, but five years should be able to start building these. These are very simple, not too many steps as well. So the yogas would be a good entry point for children. Um, and then we have uh, that even the temple and the Hava Mahal is also it's a very symmetrical build, building. It's a facade of the Hava Mahal. But a very simple, repetitive kind of design. So if you get one, then the rest is all repetition. Very easy to build. Even our temples, you know, they have a lot of symmetry. And so if you build one side of it, you get ease. These are also easy builds. The toughest builds that we have, of course, is the DTs. Uh, the Ganesha is probably the toughest build, which we say would be probably for eight years and above, uh, especially people who have some kind of, who have worked with wooden blocks or who have intuitively have a, you know, hands-on skills if they have, they have good vocabulary of the hand, I would say they can build it. Um, so the Ganesha has about 484 uh, pieces, uh, but it's not just about the pieces, our pieces, some pieces tend to be also small. You can have big pieces and lesser pieces, etc. But some of the pieces are small and I'll tell you why that happened is, um, you know, Lego is very kind of rectangular, square pieces, sharp corners, etc. But if you look at Indian forms, it's everything is very organic. The soft edges, rounded, curved, whether it is deities or temples, domes, you look at, right? And those mm. pieces are not reg part of the regular kind of uh, Lego set parts that are available. So we had to kind of, you know, to, to do justice to our figures of our forms, you know. Imagine Ganesha with the belly, with his legs, you know. The face, mm -hmm. the trunk, everything is curved, right? To do justice to that form, to make that form, uh, you know, uh, we had to use very small, small kind of pieces to make it that beautiful. And for us, we had a lot of iterations of the Ganesha figure as well before we got to it. But we had to, like, you know, get it to a point where we saw it and we felt, wow, you know, it had to be a jaw-dropping moment. That is the moment when we know we have a ready product for the market where, you know, it kind of, we are stunned by what kind of comes out. Um, even for the temples, yeah, the same thing, you know, the same thing sort of kind of goes in where we uh, had to kind of do, be true to, to the form. Now, none of our uh, architecture products, we are not, we none of them are built to scale yet. Uh, we cannot do that because our architecture is so intricate, so detailed, there is so much to it. It is not possible to do it in 300, 400 bricks, you know. And why why are we not using more pieces? Because we also want products that are, uh, you know, affordability, um, you know, um, uh, the ticket size, all of those things, you know, are important for us as well. We did not want to build very expensive products that only a few people can afford. Um, in fact, we would like to bring kind of price point down. We therefore also came up with smaller packs, etc., because we want 
you know uh, as many kids in india and abroad to have access to these uh, these products your uh, thing about ganesha is so cute you know even to think about it it's so cute really uh, i'm sure there must be some stories that you uh, would like to tell us no about uh, how a ganesha set might have uh, you know induced a bonding between generations in some house uh, is there something like that that you'd like to oh, share oh yes oh yes absolutely and uh, our uh, customers have been it means a lot to them it's not just a lego set that they have brought from a store right it is it means a lot more uh, the product you know first of all the 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 joy that people had when they learned that there was something like this that was available that people instantly share that with us and they are like so happy that the, that we are doing such a thing that we get almost from every other customer we get that, that they're so happy that we exist and we are doing what we are doing and they always tell us what else they would like to build and then they come back and makes share the story all makes it all worth the while no This oh it is total yeah job satisfaction yeah. all the way i would say that so we've had some very interesting stories about the ganesha few things actually features and benefits we did not think about so one was um, and this is two customers independently on separate occasions and came and told us they had bought the ganesha for ganesh chaturthi and they said that you know this is our sustainable ganesha so we are going to build it on day one of ganesh chaturthi and we'll have it and for 10 days we are going to keep it and on the final day we will uh, dismantle it in water we will do vissarjan we will dismantle it then wipe and keep it away and the next year we're going to build it again so this is our sustainable ganesha so that's one uh, very interesting story and because we had not thought about it and now come to think of it yeah in fact that is that's great you know next thing i think is durga we have to do because durga is i come from calcutta and you know it's a big deal over there we do a yeah. surgeon for durga as well so yeah i so i think that's a great thing that we learned from our customers actually then um that's of course nice. with ganpati yeah with ganpati the other thing is there that uh, customer some customers bought it for their children but the grandmother liked it so much she took it away and she said this is going to be in my puja room you know so it was it was something that brought the kind of the three generations together the parent who bought it you know for the child and then the child now is a gift a toy that the grandparent can relate to it because if you you look at our toy box today i mean what is it full of you know what the characters that i mean a star wars pokemon doraemon i mean grandparents have nothing to say or do about it right they have no context to these things so the you know once a child beyond a certain age once the child steps out of the house they are largely the you know dc marvel franchises these franchises barbie whatever it takes over right and grandparents don't have much context on it so there is little for them to kind of you know connect over and here we have completely turned that around with ganesha which now the grandparents have so much to offer so many stories they can talk about right of how the uh, why does it have elephant's head how the stories came out so much they have content they have to connect with the child over something that the child loves which is the building blocks and uh, so it kind of you know connects generations and about the, this about the grandparent and the grandparents are so fond of it in fact there have been grandparents who have come to us and said can we buy the ganesha and i have asked what how old is your grandchild and they said 2 years and i'm like no no it's not they're not ready for it yet you know but uh, because they they have such a desire to give it to their grandkids you know they relate this is a toy they would love to buy for the grandkids so in many ways you are building bridges between uh, uh, two generations we really hope so we really hope so because we are we have such our stories are so interesting and fa- not just interesting and fascinating our characters are so beautifully built uh but there's also so much to teach with them where it's science it's value human values you know and uh, if there is a medium where which can facilitate those conversations those storytelling um then you know i mean i really a job is done and then it, it a job of trying to be connect to our heritage and roots that uh, yeah that's done uh, the other aspect of uh, indic bricks products that i have personally seen and really loved is the colorful valuable brochures that you uh, make 
Uh, could you talk a little bit about that? Because yes. I think you also have uh, material in there for children to be able to grasp the history, say for the Humpy Temple, uh, the stone chariot Humpy. And yes. they can uh, they can start conversations with their uh, grandparents and, you know, learn so much. And um, also, I've noticed that you have a very nice quiz that accompanies each set. Yes. So when we uh, started uh, doing these boxes, we like the education, our tagline is uh, teach your children well. So that was always on our mind, you know, that it has to be something educational. It's not just something that you build and then you keep in the showcase. But there were so many interesting points and certain, we, we wanted to nudge people to know certain things, but we wanted to nudge people to also think about certain things as well. So uh, we decided to have a flyer where we had basic information. For instance, if there is a Krishna uh, deity that is going, then we have the iconography for it. What are the important festivals related to it? The story, there's such lovely stories around Krishna's life, right? Uh, the snake Kalia, how he was born, about, uh, you know, the in the Mahabharata. So all those stories, in a small way, we've kind of built it into the flyer. What are the famous festivals around it, which are the famous temples of Krishna? So we have all of that in the flyer. And then we have a small accompanying 10-question quiz as well, which uh, you can ask. And I think it's not just for children. There were a lot of things that we learned as well in the process. So we kind of... Like, you know, that we were surprised to learn. We're like, oh, how come we didn't know about it, you know? So we put those in the quiz as well, because I think not just for children, even for some parents, they might not know about uh, some of these facts. So it it goes beyond just like, you know, as something that you build. It's a very mindful experience. It's a, you connect with, you know, the, for instance, the energy of Krishna while you do that, but then you also learn something with it, which is something different than we do in a traditional Lego set. Yeah, so... um uh how i mean how would you start kids off uh, on this i mean suppose it's a kid who's starting off new with bricks uh is it easier to do deity sets and then move on to architecture or it's it's all just dependent on the kid or how is it uh, more number of blocks i mean less number of blocks to more number of blocks is there any thinking on that or it's it's all dependent on uh, the you know the the aptitude so, of the buyer or the customer so uh yeah there are some sets so it's not about a dt or it's about the simple models like a ram ravana model it is very simple we have a dt which like a ganesha which is very complex but we also have a rama which is very simple so it depends on the simplicity and every box comes with a very detailed step-by-step -step instructions so if you just follow the instructions uh very carefully then you should be able to build um which also builds in children that you know the logic the ability to follow visual instructions uh the ability to look at things from three you know three-dimensional perspective this is how it looks from the front this is how it looks from the back so that kind of the spatial ability it builds as well so um there are different sets like i said the yoga set is something which has characters in it, but it's rather simple to build. The Ram Ravana, we intentionally, that is a set for children, purely largely targeted at children. So it's very, it's kind of simple uh, You and it's symmetrical, so you can build it easily. Uh, some of our monuments also like Hava Mahal is it's easy to build. It's a very symmetrical design. Um, once you build one, one Jaroka, uh, you can you're able to build the other windows and then stack it up in layers and it's uh, easy to do um so those are uh, the more organic the form is the more complex it becomes like the ganesha i said is, is the toughest uh, set to build uh, if you take the humpy chariot is a simpler model if you even in life if you think of it it's a simpler model if i did a konak temple for instance that is much more that would be more complex challenging we kind of we have that in the pipeline in the future so yeah the simple looking models are more easier to build so for kids i would get, say to start with any of our mini yogis are good to start uh the ram ravana set is easy to start with uh mm -hmm. then after that some of the architecture sets that we have currently the, we have a fridge magnet which is very easy very little less parts and you stick it on a you know, on a little plate and build almost like a two-dimensional, three-dimensional sort of a thing and you can put on the fridge. Easy one to do. And then you can get on to the temple, the Hava Mahal Hampi Chariot and graduate from there to Krishna and then eventually to Ganesha. 
this is from the current portfolio okay yeah so meghna parents are always looking for uh, birthday gifts and uh, return gifts other than these big building sets do you also have items that can be used uh, or rather that can be bought for large scale gifting suppose you know i have an event and i want to give 30 people something you know a small product i don't want to give a big building set or if i'm if i have my child's birthday party i want to give out something small as a return gift so what what can we do for uh, some such occasion yes absolutely we've thought about both uh, personal gifting as well as corporate gifting as well so uh, for uh, like if you want to give small kind of return items and in fact parents have done that they have some of them have bought our uh, mini yogis so we have individual packs so you can buy one one asana you can buy uh bhujangasan or uh, vrikshasan and uh, any of these sets so these are small packs of 650 each uh, for india and you can you can buy these separately and uh, or you can buy we have the little fridge magnet as well which is also for 650 so these are small boxes and they make for great return gifts as well and uh, even for corporate gifting you know is uh, there is something because uh, I, i was talking to somebody who works in the karnataka government and they said we just tired of giving the same shawl and the same things again and again to people right that people mm-hmm. just take and they do nothing with it right and here is something or people who actually come from abroad also uh, this would be such a nice gift to give to them because this would be something they can also re- like lego or building blocks or something they relate with and here they getting a humpy chariot so imagine they they are getting something of the state and they there is a, a element of indianness and architecture yet there is an element of of kind of you know of universal international it's international but it's indian as well yes so these items can be used both for bigger corporate gifting you know you want you want to give it to leaders people who are doing speeches etc you know for events etc you can use that but also for personalized gifting parents can use it as a return gift or if you want to give to a number of people wedding favors you know there are certain events where you want to give it to a lot of people these make for great sets and hopefully we'll add more to the uh, to to the, this kind of offers as well and um one thing i wanted to mention is that uh, where can you get this i think that's important uh, so you can buy any of these products on our website which is www.indicbricks.com um indicbricks.com so you can buy it online we ship uh, everywhere in india and we also ship uh, across the world too so in if you whichever country you are in us or you know singapore etc you will see the prices in your currency you can uh, purchase it online and we deliver we ship like i said we sell in more than 20 plus countries so in fact us is a big one uk south africa we have a lot of customers from there so we have experience shipping in these countries and handling so that's not an issue in india also we ship uh, across the country in india you can also buy it on amazon uh, online you can buy it uh, our products are available apart from that we have now started selling through some some uh, shops in bangalore as well there is cinnamon there is kavade in hyderabad we have a distributor in coimbatore as well and we are adding more shops as we go and there are some other uh, uh, you know um, companies also who sell traditional products who have also begun to partner with us there is conscious souk uh, there is coach crafts who are beginning to sell our products as well uh, we will be providing the links to all of this uh, or many of these things on our post you know when we put up the uh, podcast itself so our listeners yes. can Uh, yes access. and in fact uh, we have a, a, a offer for your subscribers of uh, your substack newsletter where uh, they can there's a special deal only for hindu parenting subscribers they get 10% off on any of our products it's a limited time deal you'll get all the details uh, in the sub- next uh, substack letter or or you will or if you have to subscribe to it uh, make sure you subscribe it's a it's a valuable you know um it's really a valuable the content is uh, really really good so i encourage uh, you know those who are listening if you're not already subscribed to it please do and also you'll get our uh, discount code over there that you can use 
this is this count is not available to anybody else so this is an exclusive deal for your customers and now the festive season is coming i know a lot of parents uh, buy it uh, for different festivals for diwali for christmas etc so make sure you get your hand on these products great so i think before we close uh, megna uh, you know where do you get your ideas for products uh, how do you uh, how do you work so one we have an active process of asking customers what they want ultimately we want to be you know be giving things that uh, customers care for so we have a product poll on our website that people can go in if they have suggestions they can fill it out they can tell us what they want so we are always actively looking for inputs from our customers uh, but we also have want to do justice to what we have in terms of our heritage like i said we have our tangible heritage we have our intangible heritage um we have a, a you know dharmic stuff of which there is nothing literally nothing for children for those things so we look at all of those um yeah. we look at all of those and we are trying to kind of you know do something so we've done one nagara style temple we want to do dravida style temple but we also look at what is up and coming for instance the uh, ram mandir is coming up in ayodhya which there is a lot of excitement in our country about so that's a set that we are working on which will be one of the largest pieces that we have so far it will be 2000 plus pieces it's going to be a limited wow. edition okay yeah it's going to be beautiful i've seen the design it's just, it's gorgeous and i think uh, uh, customers are going to love it that will be limited edition item um, okay. so that's how we kind of we look at multiple things you know that people really care about we have had ganesha for two years and a lot of people have told us why don't you make lakshmi mata as well and that would be like a great set for us because people are not just using it to decorate it on the shelf i mean it's going in that it's going in the temples i mean i have seen ganesha with with the with haldi chandan on its forehead you know the, the like a ganesha i i did not think it would make it has made it to the golu stands it has made it you know then it has made it to the to the the shera celebrate to the diwali celebration it has made it so people have been asking us for these things so we definitely look at inputs but we also look at the feasibility like the golden temple is something that we had a design for a long time but we the the feasibility of getting the golden parts and the, there are some limitations and considerations so um then we have to look at uh, you know the uh, can we do justice to the design it really has to be something that people feel proud of uh, you know we feel proud of having putting it out there and people should feel proud of you know that they bought something that really looks gorgeous so we tr- we have to then the price point has to be right so we look at things from a way from many different angles but we want to have representation across a lot of what indian india has to offer and of course there are some some of the i mean deities are very popular uh, of course and i uh, there are more and more we want to do the de- devis as well so we are working on that too so it's a, it's a, it's a, we want to do so much but it takes time you know it takes a lot of time there are a lot of iterations for each model and uh, you know if we could show you how we start sometimes it just feels like hanuman we've been working on a hanuman you know and okay. uh, to get the expression oh, that's right, one sure know, shot uh, that's one sure sure shot uh, you know hot off the blocks model i'm, I'm sure because there are uh, hanuman is like uh, you know so popular so popular so yeah and we have one sure. we have couple of versions of hanuman but we it's still not there like like how ganesha what it did for us you know all of us saw it and we were like just wow so hanuman we haven't got there we have like you know hanuman is also in different poses uh, okay so to get that should we get it in the standing pose with the holding the parvat should it be sitting you know how should it be so there are a lot of deliberations that go on we have some okay. very very interesting discussions in the team about things how people feel about it uh, things you know so okay. yeah like i said we we have a lot more things that are not in the market that we could probably get but we have yeah we look at kind of you know we have to look at the commercial angle as well the feasibility of it yeah, sure. is it right yeah. for the intended audience like the rama we made it's very simple rama if you compare our krishna's very complex bigger model huge but then it was not about getting the rama correct it was about this rama ravana set was about storytelling about mm-hmm. you know having something for children so those we, we are constantly making those kind of you know choices about what we want to do and what's appropriate for our audience i'm actually looking forward to the dance poses sets that you mentioned 
typically western uh, blocks um, are so skewed towards the cars and planes and <laughs> there's not much of an organic feel to it and sometimes girls do feel a little bit locked out of those choices uh, there are of course many girls who enjoy that but then there could be some children who really like the organic feel of this yoga and dance and you know the deities the personal feeling that you get so i think you're uh, crossing the bridge there too in terms of uh, it's yeah. uh, much broader appeal yeah rekha and it's very interesting you mentioned that i must share some experiences that we've had so we've been running exhibitions around the country with our products last uh, almost last half of last year i was you know around doing a lot of exhibitions standing there i because it's important for us to get feedback how customers think about it to see how children react to it you know uh, the first the first reaction that's the most valuable that we get right and we saw naturally a lot of girls were attracted towards the krishna just naturally <laughs> a lot of the guys were attracted to the humpy chariot with the wheels you know but it, yes. it just goes on to show how um how our characters like if you look at the characterization of krishna i mean it's been done so powerfully it it uh, elicits certain emotions in you you know the ganesha when you look at it we've had a lot of children who come to us we get a lot of expat kids in whitefield in our office over here how korean kids are just naturally attracted to the ganesha you know uh, the brazilian kids korean kids it just ganesha there is there's a cuteness about him you know that uh, yeah. Right. children who do not know do not know the form ganesha they are naturally attracted to those things uh, the stepwell was a big surprise for me because the stepwell is a geometric form and i wasn't sure i mean i know i love it and a lot of adults like it but stepwells is something that children typically don't know about you know it's one of yeah. the best kept secrets i think of our a lot of our architecture i think apart from taj mahal qutub minar red fort there is so much that you know we have these are all our best kept secret people don't know about and i i wasn't sure but children were naturally attracted to the step well you know when we put it out there it's not a sold piece but we've carried the model that we have in house right now and they really liked it they wanted to build it so it's just yeah. a matter of giving giving them exposure to those things you know children have a natural inclination is what i'm finding to these things they would see the yoga poses and they would try to do the, do the nataraj pose and see how long they could stand in it you know they would okay. do at the stall they would come to the stall they would try those things you know can you do this can i do this how long can you hold um and they will get the names you know if you call it a tree pose the child will call it a tree pose if you call it a vrikshasana which is what we do each of our product we are trying to bring it and make it more and more indic they will call it vrikshasana it's not that difficult to you know say the word right. for an indic child so um we it's not just a product but also the vocabulary that we are using around it you know uh we are trying to make it more and more indic and indian and i know certain we started with certain things and now but we like you know now we have we, we call it the mandir series instead of temple series or temple, you know yeah. like bhagwan shiva and we, we we need to because a lot of our words you know you cannot translate they get mistranslated even for that matter i don't like to call it religion you know because dharma yeah. is very different than than religion so yeah. to convey the true meaning and our children should know these things you know we need to call our yoga poses by their names because they they convey certain something else and something different so we are also being mindful that you will also find in the literature that is along with our products and now also we are trying to introduce it more and more in our branding i mean it is a journey for us we are learning we as a team are learning so much i i will tell you when we started doing the nagara mandir i mean i uh, being the i i love to learn and research i went and bought the agamas i bought the manasara you know i kind of go to the like it was a bit of boiling the ocean really but mm -hmm. i just i'm fascinated by it you know I, i have all these books now in my place and they were not directly helpful to to the literature that we did but i learned about the vastu purusha purush manasa that is there i learned so much while doing it you know that it is a very gratifying journey internally for us as well while we do it we learn so much about these things and whenever we learn something new and striking we try to put it either in a brochure or in a flyer or in a product literature anywhere so that uh, you know um, you know as we have discovered it and I, i think there are so many other people who would love to discover those things about our heritage
there's also so much more dignity in uh, calling something by its right name the vrikshasan or the parvatasan rather than you know very awkward sounding english terms like a downward dog pose i mean i quite never quite got over it when i heard it for the first time so that's like a <laughs> it's and that's something often to be teaching your kids right a downward dog pose it's just it has indignity written all over it you will not believe it rekha we got chided once by an american woman on one of the name of the asanas she came very strongly on facebook to us and she told us that we had wrongly named an asan the spelling was all over the place and we were very surprised at that feedback and that woman said that she has learned yoga she knows yoga she's learned it from some indian guru but mm-hmm. the very fact that how she that that akramat thing how she came at us oppressive you know it did not show the values of yoga first of all you know in india we have so many different traditions schools of yoga and there are certain poses that have different names under different schools and i don't think any of them have any qualms of calling it a different name and they don't go around saying that your name is incorrect or my name is correct that's true if it's yeah it's such right? a cultural thing though because i think the live and let live is so innate in all of us we don't really go around saying no what i have and is here right i now. have somebody from iowa who's come <laughs> coming and telling <laughs> us that you are teaching wrong your spellings are incorrect and this thing and then you know we had to go back and tell her that you know that i mean explain her exactly that that this is how it is but you know in this one of the values i mean anybody who is truly doing yoga you know you don't go around and uh, kind of it's not in our culture it's not part of the value that we are teaching under the yogic system as well so it was uh, yeah it was very interesting when this happened i i'll share another interesting um anecdote with uh, you we recently had this uh, guy from nasa he works at nasa he's a american gentleman he came and he bought the ganesha set from us and uh, he came in person because he couldn't buy it online for whatever reasons and then i had the opportunity to meet him so i asked him that you know did he know knew, know about ganesha and of course he knew about ganesha he knew a lot about ganesha and he said uh, in the uh, uh, nasa laboratory in uh, los angeles where they work they have ganesha over there and that is placed at uh, the ganesha statue is placed uh, in a place where they have all the important new the new machines the new equipment and everything the important stuff comes so because he said that is the obstacle remover so anything new we start it passes through that gate that's where we have the statue kept so he bought the uh, the ganesha uh, from us and then sometime later also he came and he also gave a talk and all and then we asked him what else he would like and he said he wanted the krishna because he'd been reading the bhagavad gita and he oh. knew about the fruits of you know about what the main message of the bhagavad gita about you know do your karma don't worry about the fruits and so many things he was able to talk about but he was learning about he was reading about it so there are you know look at uh, there is this you know uh, a, a, an engineer from nasa who's you know who was able to relate to our culture because we had given him that something that the the building blocks right that was the connecting that was the, his connect to our culture you know and mm-hmm. uh, when he found the ganesha he was able to engage with our culture in a way that was familiar to him as well through the blocks and mm-hmm. and it kind of gave him a way to then no more and he was so happy he he took the ganesha back when he reached the us he built it he put it in his house he of course sent us a picture and one of the ganesha statue that he had been so um so our products in, in fact are not just being brought by indians but a lot of uh, uh, you know other people have bought it as well either to you know because they know about uh, you know our heritage or culture and um, yeah, people from italy from spain ha- have bought it and they've added to their collection or people who are into yoga you know who are not non not indians but who are into yoga they have bought it because having the set in their house or in the office kind of helps them connect with that you know the of of being you know mindful of being healthy it, it helps them connect to it so i think it's just the kind of beginning of the journey for us i don't think it's just for indians it's for anybody who wants to engage with indian heritage and culture yeah and i'm also so delighted that 
kids have a choice now you know we can move beyond uh, marvel or the barbie doll with its blonde hair blue eyes and uh, i mean it's not just a question of an indian barbie with the same structure you know being modeled in a sari this is something so entirely different when you think of a yogasana pose or when you uh, consider uh, blocks building blocks that showcase um, classical dance it's uh, at a entirely different level of learning and pride in uh, our heritage for absolutely. every young child absolutely and you know um the uh, uh, i think last last year I, i had gone to kashi and i traveled in some of the outskirts villages as well and even in those shops outside the temple where they sell a lot of stuff you know even the dolls over there were those fair chubby dolls with golden hair blue eyes that's what i played with it as a child even now the kids in even in rural places are playing with that yeah. so there is no yeah. indian toys in the toy box of any child in india whether it's a urban child or a child in rural india everywhere yeah. it's the same thing so how are our girls going to feel confident in the, our complexion when everything that is being advertised as good or like you know to them is fair skin it's a different color so how will they, that's what they will then aspire to be how will then we have pride in our culture you know a lot of children i i see these days are into japanese culture why is that happening they are attracted to it you know because they've been introduced to it it's a conditioning right it's conditioning they their toys they have all these characters you know japanese characters manga whatever they were exposed to therefore they have a natural affinity and attraction i'm not saying anything there's anything wrong in it but that's what i'm saying it's just conditioning right so if yeah, you yeah. never have a representation of your culture in your toy box when you grow up for years and years how are you, you don't consider it you know some you don't associate it with joy with being playful with being cool right so then it it is yes. not cool but you, now if you imagine if we had all of those stories i mean um, amar uh, amar chitrakatha did it for for many years you know and therefore many yeah. we at least know a lot we owe to amar chitrakatha also but if you imagine this is if this was these stories were being told i mean our stories are fascinating i mean one of the things that i think can we not teach uh, ramayan mahabharata can we not teach science and you know or robotics with ramayan mahabharata as well i mean for me that's like a kind of you know the next level challenge for me to do while we teach stem and robotics to children with my other company which is all about science but why does it have to be separate than spirituality and dharma because in our dharma everything was together it was all unified there's yes. no separate boxes yes. for math and science and history and culture it all is in the same box it all is works very much you know interlinked with each other Huh. and very funnily today it's become a fashion to talk about interdisciplinary you know we are always yes. interdisciplinary we've always been interdisciplinary we've always been about the whole and never the parts you know so always the parts made up the whole but today now you know you have these separate silos and then now you say interdisciplinary and try and uh, you know uh, sort of bring them all together under one umbrella so sort of uh, gymnastics you're doing you know where whereas uh, i think we always had it naturally in our uh, culture yeah so that's what we are trying to kind of you know build or now that's like our challenge and i don't think this has been ever done before and that's something that i'm very excited about how we bring the science technology engineering math or stem education as we call it for children along mm. with the rootedness where you know what is your place in the world where you're secure from where you come from where you don't have you don't look down upon or you you know you have any guilt or any um, kind of a low self esteem about where you come from you know where you have that rootedness you understand that and that's fine and then you explore the rest of the world as well but you are sure about your place in the world your value system etc so for me that's a challenge how do we beautifully bring it together in a fun and interesting way and that's not being done anywhere at all and that's something that indicpix is excited about yeah and just like megna you mentioned your experience while living abroad uh, w- one thing we notice right off the bat is um the pride people take in something even if it's only 50 years old i mean especially in the us it's like um, you know you visit this mystery spot it's like 80 years old it's 50 years old well we are talking about a country where things are 5000 years old and we have never thought about even recognizing maintaining maintaining or giving it sufficient value to date 
So I'm hoping that, you know, products like these and ideas like these will take root in the next generation of children. And we learn to value the absolutely timeless heritage that we are blessed with. Okay. So Meghna, I think this is really exciting times that we are in and you're doing some, you know, really uh, cutting edge work in terms of, you know, uh, bringing back our cultural identity into the toy box. So um, good luck to you. And uh, we are always there uh, to help you in whatever way we can. And uh, as we told you at the beginning, and uh, as Meghna ji told us that, uh, you know, we have a goodie waiting for all of those of you who will subscribe to us at Hindu Parenting. Uh, Meghna ji has uh, very kindly offered us a discount code from Indic Bricks. So please do subscribe to us at hinduparenting.substack.com and avail of this limited period uh, discount offer. I, I'd like to add my thanks to Meghna both for the offer and also for her uh, support to Hindu Parenting. She was one of the absolute first subscribers to Hindu Parenting and uh, has stood by us all through, encouraging all along. I'd like to just acknowledge that and thank her for that too. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so thank much, much. Uh, Shalini Ji, <laughs> yeah. Ji. It was a pleasure being uh, on the podcast and talking to you and sharing about our journey. Uh, like I said, you know, we are, I, I don't think I'm, I'm doing anything, you know, it's like the elephant and the mahoth, you know, you mahoth thinks he's driving the elephant, but I think in this case, the elephant has a mind of its own. I am, you know, there are bigger forces and we are just doing, we are in the flow, we are going with the flow, uh, you know, hopefully in the right direction and doing what needs to be done. This is, this is, uh, this is a time for, you know, the change in India and we just a part of the change. We all are. So I think on that note, uh, we will call it uh, wraps. So that's it, folks, for this episode. We'll join you again soon. Until then, namaste. Namaste.